0: Bishop and the Council Roundup. <laughs> and the Council Rounder brought to you by Head West Subs. When you want a great sub, you've got to Head West, their downtown location. Now open for lunch. Headwest Subs. About a two-hour meeting last night, and a program notes. they are off next week. Is next week Thanksgiving week? Oh my gosh. Well, where's this year going? Um, So, yeah, they're off next week, so no council meeting, and that means no council roundup next week. But we got one for you today, hot and fresh off the press. Uh, So, a lot of good things discussed last night. So, let's get right into it from last night's full city council meeting.
1: Microphones are live.
0: Right on. Okay, so the mics are live. Uh, That means we capture it all and. uh, Bring me the highlights. Let's hear how the city's finances are looking. Here is the deputy treasurer from last night.
2: Thank you. Uh, the treasurer's report for the corporate fund for the month of October. The beginning balance was $42,258,896. We took in total receipts of $11,618,107. We had total disbursements in the month of October totaling $11,796,388, which left the corporate fund ending balance in the month of October at $42,080,618. The ending general balance also includes $15,202,007, which is the October ending balance of the ARPA money. Thank you. That concludes my report.
0: So a lot of money cash on hand in the uh, city's funds and 15 plus million of that being federal tax dollars through the American Rescue Plan Act. We'll hear more about uh, the ARPA dollars and what they're meant for a little bit later on, but there was a presentation last night from the attorney for Floyd's Thirst Parlor. My name is John Gabala. I'm the attorney for uh, Floyd's Thirst Parlor. And he was there to outline the uh, project they've got going on and the request for half a million dollars in TIF financing to help with that project. So
3: what we discovered during this project is in the current roof was apparently intended to uh, to be a subfloor for a a third story that was going to go in at some point, but for whatever reason, they didn't do that. Uh, And then you can kind of see the storefronts. And and Floyd's is really three buildings across now
0: so they're uh, doing what they can to you know find out some history about it and uh getting some some good context for what the buildings used to be used for and they presented that last night people love open
3: air spaces you know, we've all seen rooftops in other cities and uh we don't have to say it but they're really really popular um The rooftops have a way of kind of cultivating, cool vibe. I mean, St. Louis and Chicago, they make people want to gather, linger, and come back over and over, which is really what we want here in Springfield. We want people to come downtown, stay a while, and want to come back. And these rooftop ideas and concepts are going to do that kind of thing.
0: So it's not just the rooftop concept that they're going to bring about at Floyd's downtown Springfield. They're also looking to expand the kitchen.
3: Into a kitchen, allowing food service on the premises. Uh, the project will also involve installation of a new elevator that oh. will stop on all three floors making the building ada uh, accessible that. for everybody at this right point on. uh with regard to the rooftop specifically we're talking about 124 guests uh by our estimations uh, with code and everything else uh, It will have rooftop views of the state capitol building and the old state capitol building, uh, as well as seat 13 people at a bar across. We're talking about a full-size bar and and a good bit of size. Wow.
0: Uh, That's going to be a good time uh, once that gets put together. He had pictures. He was presenting those to the alderman last night, again, highlighting how this is going to be ADA compliant. Uh,
3: Down in the uh, lower left-hand corner, of the square you see there will be the elevator. Uh, That's a full shaft going all the way down. And again, those are those are restrooms as well, full-size restrooms uh, above the elevator. And then, to the right of the elevator in the slide, before you get to the canopies, is your uh, another set of stairs going all the way down. Uh, so there'll be two separate stairwells to the roof in, in addition to the elevator. Wow!
0: So uh, a lot of uh, a lot of work gonna be done at Floyd's uh, as they uh, they did advance this, by the way. I mean, not just a. Uh you know, uh, uh, blow the wad entirely, but uh, they, they did advance the 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 TIF agreement last night. Uh, but more on the kitchen, along with the
3: rooftop, we're going to have a full-size commercial kitchen plan as is planned. So there's strong support for expanded lunchtime options. I work downtown, and uh, a lot of people come downtown to visit. Where can we go? And not just during the week, uh, on the weekends as well. You know, some things open, but they don't open maybe till 5 o'clock. So the idea is to have, expand the hours and give a little more ability for people to have some extra dining options downtown. In addition to having a full-time in-house kitchen staff, uh, the contemplation is that the area will be available for caterers who will be catering events on the rooftop uh, without having to, you know, bring everything, prepare, and then bring it, they could prepare on site if they so choose.
0: Look at that. Uh, So uh, even the opportunity for uh, renting out and catering opportunities. Um, So some some good things being uh, talked about and discussed and planned for Floyd's. Uh, And the quick food access, I think, is going to be another feature here as they're going to have an actual food window.
3: I mentioned the food service window. Uh, an expansion here and the project will also involve the pickup window, order window from the Fifth Street sidewalk. Uh, it'll allow Floyd's opportunity to continue to nice. serve food even when the bar area is closed. Uh, Floyd's is at one o'clock. There's zero interest in going anywhere beyond that. Uh, I talked to the guys, and with that said, maybe if somebody wants a slice of pizza at 1:05, well, you've got that opportunity. Yeah. And there's a, there's really none of that going on downtown right now that you can do that at any uh, anything. And also, you know, if there's a if there's for whatever reason the bar side is closed for whatever reason, you can still have the restaurant side quote unquote, or the food service side open during lunchtime for walk-up window service.
0: That's going to be a a, a great feature, I think, uh, having a, a walk up food service window there. Uh, but again, rentals, catering, events, fundraisers, all of these things are uh, potentials at uh, what is expected to be a a nice expansion project for Floyd's.
3: Uh, other community events, there's an opportunity for that. Wedding receptions, uh, fundraisers, gatherings, any types of things. It's just an appealing space. I think that uh, you know it's going to be available to you know for for we already right now rent down the second floor uh and now this gives the option for the second floor and the third floor or the third or any combination of these things each floor can function independently or the entire place can function for one event uh to really uh be pretty nimble in terms of what we would like to serve and what we want to do for people
0: pretty good stuff um but all of the expansion that's just one element It's also going to impact the economy by offering up more jobs.
3: Completed, the expansion project will result in approximately 25 full-time jobs and 16 part-time jobs. And that's not nothing. Those are jobs down here. And those are people who are coming downtown had yeah, to work at the bar, but they're going to be going other places uh, maybe before work and then maybe after work, and depending on their shift. So these are people coming downtown uh, to to work downtown, which is again is something we're always looking for.
0: So, again, Alderman ultimately approved the more than half a million dollars in TIF assistance to help Floyds out with that uh, project that's going to cost uh, more than I think uh, 1.5 million or something along those lines. So, a lot of work going to be done down there. Very cool stuff. So, uh, next up was uh, what remains in committee, and uh, Alderman uh, Redpath uh, had a question about uh, a panhandling ordinance that's been sitting in committee.
4: Councilor, are we getting there? We're close on the 336 and 337.
0: And the Corporation Counsel, Jim Zirkle.
4: Uh, we do think that we have uh, language
5: that is uh, proper. In other words, something that is uh, appropriate for the council to consider as an, and is defensible. Uh, but we will bring that forward at the next council meeting. Thank you.
0: And if you recall, this uh, deals with how to limit people getting into the roads when they're panhandling and a variety of other things. And. Springfield has a history of trying to address this through ordinance, but being taken to court over it. And uh, the Corporation Council weeks ago uh, talked about how they got a letter from the ACLU and they're trying to deal with some of the concerns raised in those uh, letters. So uh, we may hear more about that, uh, which surely will spark all kinds of debate. All right. Coming back, uh, we'll talk about how to best use ARPA money, the American Rescue Plan Act dollars. You heard in the uh, uh, Treasurer's report, 15 million dollars. Is how much the city has right now. Uh, but uh, they're looking to dip into that to plug a funding hole for the meter readers. Uh, and uh, there's uh, questions about whether this is just going to be an ongoing deal where the money just keeps trickling out of that before it's all used up. Uh, so we'll get to that next here on the WMAY Morning News feed. I'm Greg Bush.
6: This is Autumn and Sean
0: Gregory, and you're listening to the Council Roundup on WMAY. All right. Let's get back into it. Last night uh, was a full city council meeting, about two hours long. By the way, the Council Roundup on WMAY brought to you by Head West Subs. When you want a great sub, you've got to head west. You have uh, two ordinances. Uh, One was kept in committee. Another one was brought out of committee. And they both would plug a revenue shortfall for public works when it comes to paying those who work on the meters, downtown parking. So um, the the measure that is up for consideration would uh, take $200,000 out of the corporate fund, a measure that was in committee that remained in committee would take the money out of ARPA dollars, the American Rescue Plan Act, those federal tax dollars. Here's budget director Bill McCarty talking about how they just have to find some way to pay for the uh, the revenue shortfall because we haven't been collecting uh, the parking fees uh, for people plugging the meters downtown, all pandemic. Here's budget director McCarty.
1: There were two ordinances that were submitted. One was a supplemental out of corporate for a, a subsidy. I think that was 200,000, if I'm not mistaken. The other one was submitted, I don't know, a month or so ago, and that was to use ARPA funds for revenue replacement, which is one of the four pillars of the, the purposes of the ARPA funds.
0: So again, one would take money out of the corporate fund, which there's a healthy fund balance. Another would take money out of the ARPA dollars, which there's a healthy fund balance.
1: The reason that, again, revisiting this, the reason it's 300 and some thousand, is we just followed the guidelines of the treasury and that is the revenue calculation shortage
0: for last year. That would be if it comes out of the ARPA money, but McCarty said they really only need 200,000 to finish out the rest of the year. Here's Alderman Jim Donilon. Whether it's
4: ARPA funds or uh, corporate funds, you need $200,000 to get through the existing fiscal fiscal year. That's correct. So what we need to decide basically is are we gonna take it from the corporate fund, for the Arpa funds, that is correct. You don't care which ordinance. We just got to be specific.
1: Okay. Policy decisions are up to the horseshoe. Whatever you all would like to do, we've given you two ordinances. We're just looking for one of them. Which whichever you prefer. Just a follow-up. Uh.
0: So. It could be one or the other, something's got to be done, um, and is it urgent to get done right away?
1: Even in worst case scenario, I can always do a, a short-term loan from corporate and pay it back once mm-hmm. you make your decision. just want to make sure we all understand what our options are, so mm-hmm. yep. you do have time if Thank you, you. want to continue
0: to think about it. Alderman Sean Gregory chiming in saying he prefers the ARPA dollars.
2: Sean, I don't care which one, for me, I just, I just think that we should pull it from the fund. Um, for the revenue replacement. They use it um, exactly for the American rescue funds and leave the the corporate fund or fund balance uh, where it is.
0: Alderwoman Conley, eh, what's it to come out of the corporate dollars?
2: So I'm opposed to us kind of using this money for smaller projects. We've got a healthy fund balance. Let's keep all this ARPA money for those larger projects that we know we can spend every dime of that.
0: And she continues.
2: We have too many large projects that need to be addressed. I'm concerned about nickel and diming this <laughs> ARPA funds.
0: Yeah, uh, and there's others uh, that are concerned about that as well. Here's Alderman Ralph Hanauer.
7: You know, we've been told before that we we were healthy on the fund balance and all of a sudden during we get the budget and we start off when we're a lot lower than what what we anticipated
0: he talks about how one reason for that is when you look at all the spending that's lined up the supplemental spending spending that was not budgeted you could see how things can get out of control throughout a year we also
7: need a plan on when we're gonna when we're gonna fire up the meters again because we cannot continue to you know to to allow the the free meter parking at, you know um, forever you know so unless unless you do a layoff and 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 we certainly don't want that
0: and budget director mccarty responding to uh all of he's heard so far it really comes
1: down to sort of a six one half does another situation here again if you want to if Alderwoman the woman wants to use arpa funds for let's say she wants to use a million dollars in arpa funds for a uh, drainage project in her ward and you take two hundred thousand from that and put it into the mvp fund and then you come back, well, you can just use 200,000 out of fund balance for the other 200, you know, 800,000 in ARPA and 200,000 in fund balance. You really can mix and match in this particular case, simply because we are able to capture the dollars.
0: So uh, again, six one half dozen the other. Uh, either way, money's got to be found somewhere. Uh, but Alderman Redpath, uh, in a way, distilling some of the concerns about just continuously going after those ARPA dollars.
4: Using the ARPA money is—it's it, going to start trickling out, and you all know it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. We've been—we've been arguing about this around the around the horseshoe for for a long time about how we're going to use this ARPA money, and now it's starting to trickle out, and it, pretty soon it's going to be. Gone, And we're not going to get the projects done that we want. Every one of us has sewer problems. Every one of us has uh, drainage problems. And we should be using the money for that. I don't think we should be using this ARPA money for this. We should be using the fund balance because that's what we'd be using if we didn't have the ARPA money.
0: Alderman McMenamin wants to use the ARPA money to keep the fund balance healthy
4: um keeping a strong fund balance is, is really important for future budgets after we get through this you know alderman i don't disagree with you at all we all want the we all want a strong balance but the thing is is that this arpa money is, is above where
0: where we were so he wants to ensure that the arpa dollars goes to some of those crucial projects that everybody's holding out for more from alderman redpath it, it's trickling
4: out fellas ladies and gentlemen it's trickling out and if you let it go, it's going it's the, the bleeding will never
2: stop.
0: Again, more from Alderwoman Woman Conley.
2: Two hundred thousand dollars is is a drop in our general funds budget. I mean this so for me it's not whether or not we're taking we're not undermining the stability of, of our corporate fund by two hundred thousand dollars or are really adding to it that much. This is this is a fraction of what we're dealing of the numbers we're dealing with.
0: So uh, you have uh, more on that from Alderwoman Conley, Alderman Hanauer again reiterating how if we keep uh, doing supplemental spending, then we're going to have a budget crunch when it comes time for budget season. Uh, and then you have uh, Alderman McMiniman, uh saying that, uh, you know, we need to use the ARPA dollars for this. Uh, so they did ultimately amend it, but not after Alderman Williams suggested splitting the baby.
3: Just split, it, you know, 100 and 100. And then everybody's happy, you know. uh it's a way out of us going around and around about two hundred thousand dollars. Just use a hundred thousand dollars of ARPA and a hundred thousand dollars of the of the general
0: fund. Ultimately, that's not the route they went. They decided to just take it out of the ARPA dollars, but only two hundred thousand instead of three hundred plus thousand. Uh, and again, this is all to uh, get uh, a, a funding shortfall uh, to the uh, the meter reading operations downtown Springfield. Last night's two-hour Springfield City Council meeting brought to you here on the Council Roundup. I'm Greg Bishop. Thanks for hanging out, 742. The Council Roundup brought to you by Head West Subs. When you want a great sub, you've got to head west. the downtown location now open for lunch. So they were uh, blasting through a variety of different ordinances last night after discussing uh, some important things, like the expansion of the Floyd's Thirst Parlor, downtown location with the uh, rooftop access, an elevator to get all the way up there, and kitchen that's going to be offering up uh, food through a, uh, uh, a a food service window on 5th Street. Uh, so all kinds of just incredible things there. Of course, if you missed that uh, presentation, you can always catch the Council Roundup in the podcast at WMAY.com. Uh, but uh, some more ordinances up for consideration last night. Here is Mayor Jim Langfelder.
6: Wood chipping and disposal at Lake Services Maintenance Division with Rex D Evans aka Evans Cardi for a total amount payable not to exceed
0: $105,000 for the office of public blue oh. so this uh, includes uh, 30 plus thousand uh, dollars the mayor says it's been previously already rendered uh, and there were questions about um, well uh, what uh, what what's going on here with the the contract? I mean, is this uh, a contract that was bid? Uh, there are other questions about prevailing wage. Here is CwlP's Doug Brown
4: we don't have time
5: to
0: really go out and have a a new bidding process right now, but they are going to be doing a new a new bid for for next spring. Uh, I believe it's for a good, probably a two-year contract uh, going forward with that. But there are also questions about whether Evans is paying prevailing wage since it has a public contract with the city of Springfield. Here's Corporation Counsel Jim Zirkel.
5: When it's basically a transportation, they're not actually doing work. They're simply it would be like uh, the waste hauler. You know, we have a waste. Uh, uh, I don't remember which company we use for the city, but all the city facilities. So when it's just a pickup, they just come and pick it up and take it to their site. That's not uh, does not fall within the uh, parameters of a public works project because they're not actually physically doing work. They're picking it up and taking it away, like a like you'd see a for example a a, a garbage truck or something. It's just transport. It's just transportation. Oh, my understanding is what they're doing. That's correct.
0: That caught some aldermen a little off. <laughs> off guard they were like what well, never heard of that before seems to be an interesting way to skirt prevailing wage requirements but um, okay um, so uh, moving on here's the mayor uh, talking about this and how again it's uh, for services that have already been rendered
6: yeah, but we will address it uh, when we do uh, renegotiate that contract but for this it's my understanding that the dollars here are for services already rendered I think Alderman Donlin asked that and for the most part that's what it is Mr. I mean, that's, and if we want to uh, amend it uh, or state that clarification in the ordinance, but these were services that have been rendered.
2: So
4: uh, Alderwoman
0: Conley chiming in on this issue. Part
2: of my concern is prevailing wage and that we're not having, um, you know, certain certain businesses undercut their bids. But so maybe that's an issue that needs to be addressed through our bid process. That we, because um, I, I believe I've got the right act up. Um, Maybe that's something even though it's not specifically stated in state law, asking for prevailing wage on these projects is something that the city could still do through our, our, our bid process, correct?:
0: all Right, you can go above and beyond that. Here's the mayor.:
6: We have the option, so with taking republic for instance, costs are going to go up. I mean it goes back to Alman Hanauer's concerns with the budget, so everything has a cost associated with it.
0: Alderman Hanauer uh, also chiming in on this issue on uh, the questions about uh, the contract and the bidding and prevailing wage and more.
7: Let's just say we, we we have to do prevailing wage on like on the garbage pickup. You're gonna, they're gonna raise, they're, they're gonna pass it on. They're not gonna, they're not gonna, you know, take that, um, that, you know, and then you're gonna have some, some mad people. Um, in this case, I hate to say this, but this is the only only group in town that I think probably bid on this. I, I'm not sure, but I know that they're the only one that bid on the, the disposal of leaf and uh, branches. And if they go away, we have nothing.
0: Going to be on a tight spot. There's no question about that. Uh, moving on here, uh, you've got uh, another ordinance up for consideration. Here is the mayor.
6: To provide an additional 250000 for a total amount, not to exceed $1 million, in extending the date of completion of the project until February 28, 2022, for technical and professional services to
0: assist the economic growth within the city. Ryan McCready was there with the uh, Salmon County Growth Alliance.
1: Good evening. Yes, the uh, Springfield Salmon Growth Alliance is a separate public-private partnership. We're not an entity of local government. Um, we're, we're a separate organization Um, So, yeah, that's kind of for that clarification. Okay, thank you
4: for that. And then my second question, I guess, is my understanding is that this $250,000 was budgeted and is a part of the budget that we all passed and is not taking money out of fund balance with a, this this is not a fund balance ordinance, this is a, a ordinance that authorizes the expenditure of something that we already put in the budget. Is that correct?
0: Correct. So again, it's just uh, highlighting the uh, ongoing relationship uh, with the city, the county and this uh, non-government organization uh, and uh, helping to highlight uh, the uh, growth of the county uh, and helping facilitate that. Alderman Redpath uh, is totally on board.
4: What he brought to the table since he's been in that chair has been remarkable. And uh, I'm really pleased that things are going as well as they are for you all. And more from the alderman. What we're getting from this group is results. We haven't got that before because the guy before him was a disaster. Oh. And so it's it's important. Criminal disaster. <laughs> it, it's important that we support this group and we push those other issues aside for now. We need to get this done tonight. Let's go.
0: So they ended up uh, approving that as well. Uh, Here's the mayor jumping in on a separate issue.
6: Acceptance and execution of fiscal year 21 lead-based paint hazard reduction grant number ILLHD0475-21 from the U.S. Department of Housing and Urban Development in the amount of $3,400,000 for the Office of Planning and Economic Development for emergency passage.
0: So that nearly $3.5 million grant uh, accepting that ultimately approved. Uh, Now it's time for new and unfinished business. Roman Desenso had a question for the mayor concerning union contracts. Several
6: union contracts that we have passed as a council that are waiting on your desk for signature. I believe the number is six. Um, Some include back pay. The holidays are coming. Uh, People are upset. They want to get paid, and they want to make sure that this contract is in place.
0: Now, Corporation Counsel Zirkel, he was a little uh, taken aback by the number of six. He said that's not the case.
5: Yeah, there's not six. Um, There's a process that I think there are four that are going back and forth for checking. There's a proofing process uh, where there might be, you know, multiple changes. So uh, the only one that I'm aware of that's right now in still in process is one. Uh, the others are uh, have been approved by the other parties, uh, so they're just going through a normal process. But when you're dealing with ones where there might be 40 or 50 changes in one contract, then both parties take a lot of time going through to check the language.
0: So um, I guess the status there on uh, union contracts, and even after they're approved by the city council, they still go through a, uh, a proof Process to make sure everything's on the up and up. Uh, here is another issue entirely separate, uh, not dealing with the American Rescue Plan Act dollars, but dealing with the recently approved 1.2 trillion dollar federal infrastructure bill. With Illinois set to get at least 17 billion dollars from that package, what's Springfield's cut going to be? Here's Alderman Redpath. Do
4: we are we putting together a wish list from from the city of Springfield on projects, then uh, bridges, roads, and 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 that kind of thing that we're going to be able to submit to somebody I, I presume Senator Durbin in order to try to bring some of that money back to us to uh, have additional money to, for our projects that that we need
0: here's uh, mayor Jim Langfelder
6: uh, of those funds the amount that the state gets it will flow through the states in a competitive process It'll take a while to work through the all the parameters. It's my understanding, it'll probably be several months. So we're gonna have our, our lobbyists uh, working on that so it don't end up in Chicago? <laughs> well, actually what we want to do is, uh, each of you have your own desires, right? We need to Definitely. create the list. Absolutely. We have one that we submitted during the capital plan. Uh, during the state when they pass their own capital plan, so we'll circulate that again, but I'm sure there's going to be additions and uh, maybe subtractions, hopefully, of work being done.
0: So, yeah, we'll see uh, ultimately what uh, comes by way of that federal infrastructure bill here to Springfield. So that's your council meeting from last night and the Council Roundup, brought to you by Head West Subs. When you want a great sub, you've got to head west.